Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome to the show. And today, we've got a special episode. This is kind of a big deal, if I have to say so myself. If you're listening to the podcast, as I know many of you are, I'm actually filming this as we speak. We are doing our first ever video podcast. So episode 161 is going to be one for the books. Today, we're going to be talking about, I'll be sharing with you my three-step mid-year goal achievement plan. So, hey, if you're a podcast listener, you haven't had a chance yet to check out my YouTube channel, make sure you do. Your Virtual Upline, just search Your Virtual Upline on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and follow me there. And we're going to be shooting one of the two podcast episodes that we do each week. We're going to be turning one of them into a video podcast. So we're just trying to evolve and innovate with the times. And we hope that a lot of you will choose to follow us on our journey over at YouTube. We're creating a lot of original content. And if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, welcome. If you're new to my channel, my name is Bob Heilig. And we focus on leadership development and training for network marketing professionals. And our podcast is called the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. We publish two new episodes every week, Tuesday and Friday. So hopefully you'll listen to us as well. But let's talk about the episode for today. So I'm excited to share this one with you. So at the time of me filming this, it is July 1st. So we are at the midway point of the year 2020. And I know the first half of this year was a little bit crazy, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of craziness. And for many of you, as you sit here today on July 1st, you're probably looking at that first half of the year like, I'm glad it's over. But here's what I want to do. I want to help guide you through the process of really getting clear around where you are in your business right now today in relation to the goals that you set for yourself on January 1st of 2020 and whether or not you've your you know your business has excelled or it hasn't good or bad I want to help you put the first half of 2020 behind you and I'm going to share with you a three-step plan that you can put in place today to make sure that the second half of this year is exponentially better than what you saw in the first half. And even if you had a great first half of your year, as I know many of you had. So we're going to be talking about not goal setting, but goal achievement. But here's how I'd like to start off this episode. I want you to think back to the beginning of this year, right? Many of you, most of you entered into the year 2020 with great hope great expectation. You were hoping that this was going to be the year that everything changed. This was going to be your turning year, this turning point. This was going to be the breakthrough for you. And I know as you sit here today, probably for more of you than not, if you're honest, you're probably all that, not all that excited about how that first half of the year went. That hope, that excitement, that enthusiasm, that anticipation that you had in the beginning of the year, slowly waned. 
right? The results didn't happen as quickly as you wanted. You you started off working towards those goals, but pretty quickly started to fall off course and you lost momentum and you struggled with inconsistency, whatever it was. What I wanna help you do is I wanna help you regain some of that enthusiasm. I wanna help you regain that sense of hope and excitement and, and get clear on the fact that no matter how bad that first half of the year was for you, it's over, it's in the past, it's done. So I want you to leave it where it belongs in the past, and I want you to get focused in the present moment and ask yourself, what can I do starting today to make sure that the second half of my year is better? Because here's what I want you to understand. Do not give up on your goals. Do not give up on your goals, right? The things that you said you wanted in the beginning of the year, the things that you said were important, they're still important in your life. I wanna help you remember that. I wanna remind you that you deserve those things and that it's never too late. You know, far too many times we have a tendency to give up on our goals too easily and too early, right? We, we, we think that we can't make them happen in the small amount of time that we have left, but I'm here to tell you that you can. So the plan that I'm going to give you is going to help you in that exact area. But here's the first concept I want to start off introducing to you. This idea around having clarity around your goals. See, we talk a lot in our community about this idea of a hobbyist. I have this belief that the reason why most network marketers struggle in their business is because they don't actually treat it like a business. They treat it like a hobby. They are what we call a hobbyist. And one of the number one areas where hobbyists make a mistake over and over and over again when it comes to goal setting is this. They set a goal in the beginning of the year. They get all excited. They start working. They don't see results right away. They get discouraged and they quit. And they never again even think about or reference those goals until the beginning of the next year when they go through the exact same process and find themselves in the same place over and over and over again. Does that sound familiar to some of you? That was literally like the first five years of my entrepreneurial career. See, here's where I want to help you be different. See, we teach people how to start acting like real business owners, how to start treating network marketing like a real business. And one of the first things you need to do when it comes to goal setting, you must have clarity at all times on two things, what your goal is and where you are in relation to your goal. So here's what most hobbyists never do. They don't measure their progress. See, studies have shown this. If you can set a goal, right? Set a what we call an impossible goal. Set a goal that excites you. Have that clearly in your mind. And then do nothing more than just measure your progress every week and every month towards that goal to see if you're on track or not, that the simple act of doing those two things increase your chance of achieving your goal by 300%. Now, I want you to think about that. When's the last time you thought about your goals? When's the last time you looked at your results at the end of a month and said, okay, my team did this much volume this month? Where is that in relation to where I should be in order to hit my big goals? How often do you find yourself holding yourself accountable for the progress and the growth of your business in relation to your goals? I bet for most of you, you do not do that. But think about it. If all you did was dream big, have a big goal, and then just measure your progress once per month, 
you are three times more likely to hit that goal. Now, let's think about the psychology of this. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you one of the reasons why right now. One of the reasons why is because if you measure your progress and you hold yourself accountable, here's what happens. You become way more likely to actually follow through and put in the effort and do the work because here's what you can't do anymore. You can't hide. See, far too many of you, you're hiding from your goals. You're letting yourself off the hook. You're not holding yourself accountable. Your business is slipping right away, but you have no way of measuring how far off course you are. So it's not pushing you to increase your level of activity in order to get back on track. Look, I'm gonna tell you this right now. The beauty of network marketing is you are your own boss. You get to make the rules. You get to determine when, how much you work. Right there's a there's a certain sense of freedom in that that's amazing. But that's also the problem for a lot of you. Because let's be honest, let's be real, you are literally the worst boss in the history of bosses. Now why is that? Because you don't show up for work consistently over and over and over again and you just keep letting yourself off the hook. You're never producing and actually creating results, but you make that okay. That's not a problem with you. See, here's where having clarity around our goals is so important. If you can know what that goal is and measure your progress, that's the first important step. But here's the next thing I want to tell you. So you run this risk when you first begin this process of getting more clarity around your goals of like today is July 1st. I want you to look back to that goal that you set in the beginning of the year. And I want you to ask yourself, at the midway point of the year, where where should my business be? So let's say your goal was to increase your, your monthly team volume to $10,000 a month. And when you started the year, you were only at like 1,000 a month. At the midway point of the year, you should be at or around 5,000 a month in volume. If you're gradually increasing to get to that 10,000 a month. Maybe you're a little bit less than that, but I want you to look at what is what's your team doing, June? To the exact dollar, the exact cent, how much sales? And then look at that in relation to where you should have been. See, look, sales organizations do this all the time. Every great sales organization, they go into the year with forecasts and they have monthly quotas that they need to hit in order to stay on track. And every great organization in the world runs their business that way. But most hobbyists, they don't even think like that. So I want you to get rooted in the reality of where your business is right now today. But disclaimer, warning, I don't want you to let this discourage you. Because for a lot of you facing the reality of where you are, it's not going to be something you're very excited about. So here's the challenge. The challenge is facing the reality of the results you have today without attaching your self-worth to the results. Without, like, if your business has not grown as fast as you want, here's the question. What are you going to make that mean? Because I'll tell you what most people do in this profession. They struggle with this process because the minute they fall behind, the minute their results are not what they should be, they have that mean that they're not good enough, right? That they're not made out for this, that they're doing something wrong. 
So the challenge is this, acknowledge where you are without having it mean anything negative about you. It just is what it is. It's not positive or negative. It's just, look, if you're supposed to be at 5,000 a month to hit your goal and you're only at 2,500, now you can choose to make that mean that I didn't do my job or you can just say, I'm at 2,500. And what do I need to start doing today in order to increase those results? See, that's what I want you to do. And when I mentioned to you earlier, I want you to get out of your past because some of you, you really need to hear this. You are holding on to your past. You are still allowing your past to control your present. You're so focused on what you didn't do, what you should have done, what happened to you. And it's literally robbing you of the present moment for you to go out and create the results that you actually want. So that's my advice. Get clear on where you are without attaching your sense of self-worth to it and move forward in a positive manner. But let me get into the three-step process. So... The three-step process is this. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself a question. This actually leads us into the process. And it's a question that not many people ever actually ask. See, here's what most people do. Here's what most hobbyists do. Here's what I did for the first three or four years in my business. I'd set a big goal. Then the first question that I would ask myself was this. What do I need to do to achieve that goal? What do I need to do? And I will tell you, that is the wrong question. Because when you ask yourself, what do I need to do? Here's what you naturally focus on. You focus on all the actions, all the strategies, and all the tactics that you need in order to achieve your goals. Now, this is okay for most people because most people, quite frankly, they set goals that are not big enough, right? When we, when we live in our and dwell on our past, this is what, this is the mistake most people make. When they're setting goals, they don't set goals that are big enough because they all, they always look to their past and to their current results for evidence of what they think is possible for them in the future. So think about it. If you're always looking to what you've done in the past and what you have today to determine how big you can think in the future, you're always going to limit yourself because you're only going to ever set goals that are just incrementally better because you're going to be like, well, I need to be able to see the steps. That's where we get into the doing. We start to rationalize. We say, well, okay, so I think I could hit that rank because I could see based off of where I am today, if I just do this, I can see how maybe I could get there. That's the wrong line of thinking. That's the wrong mindset around goals. See, the key is this. You have to learn how to start creating your goals, not from your current circumstances or your past experience, but from the realm of possibility. See, when we talk about creating from the realm of possibility, you don't limit yourself by your current results or your past. See, inside of our community, we teach something we call the formula for transformation. And the formula for transformation teaches us this, that our current results have nothing to do with our ability to create better results in the future. As a matter of fact, our results of today are a byproduct of our thoughts and beliefs of yesterday. So it's the fact that we limited ourselves yesterday is what led us to the results that we have today. And how many of you Find yourself stuck in this same limiting pattern of looking at your lack of results. For me, it was like I didn't have a team and I struggled building a team. 
So I always looked at my lack of a team thinking, well, I'm not a great leader. How can I achieve these amazing accomplishments? Look at what I've done in the past. Look at what I have today. And it wasn't until I understood this that I broke the pattern and I said, you want to know what? It starts with the way I think about my business. So in the moment, here's what I want you to do. I want you to start thinking bigger. I want you to stop limiting what you believe to be possible for yourself in the future based off of your past and your current results. Because I'll tell you this, the evidence of your future results are your beliefs of today. Some of you just need to start learning how to believe bigger things for your life. And when you can start from there with belief, it gives you the foundation to start dreaming bigger, to set impossible goals that actually excite you. But here's the problem. When we talk about setting impossible goals, here's where people struggle. They limit themselves because they can't see how it's going to happen. And I have news for you. If you sitting here today, if I look at the second half of this year, if you can in your mind rationally see how you can hit that goal that you have for yourself, I have news for you. You're thinking way too small. The whole point of having what we call impossible goals is you can't see how you can do it. It seems impossible because you're, you're trying to do something that you've never done before. And this is where most people struggle. But here's the importance. See, the key question that you need to ask yourself if you truly want to make this the breakthrough year in your business is not what do I need to do to achieve my goals? Here's the question that once I got, that when I finally started asking myself, it literally changed my life. The question is this, who would I need to be in order to achieve my goals? See, what I want you to understand is this, success is not a matter of doing, it is a matter of being. It is one of the most important things I ever learned about success. The problem, the reason why most of you don't have your goals is because you're too focused on what to do. You have to start looking inside of yourself and ask, who do I need to be? How do I have to start showing up in the world different in order for me to deserve the success that I want? Look, what I've learned about success is this. The external results you see around you, the size of your team, the amount of money you make every month, that is a reflection of what's going on inside of you right here. Your internal beliefs, the values and characteristics that are driving your decisions, right? This is all, it all makes up something called your identity. So what we have to do is we have to start from a position of being, not doing. And here's what that does is it requires a very, very different mindset. But that leads us into the three-step process. So we've set the foundation in terms of the mindset and the approach. Let me share with you the three steps. So my three-step process for goal achievement. Now, I'm not talking about goal setting. Because look, a lot of you are really good at setting goals, but you, if we're real, you suck at achieving them, right? You do not follow through. So I'm teaching you a system for goal achievement. Here's step number one. What is your impossible goal for the second half of 2020? So look, I want you to just wipe the slate clean from the first half of the year. I want you to forget about it. It's done. It's in the past. It's over. Sitting here today, July 1st, I want you to look at the end of this year. You have six months, and I want you to set an impossible goal for yourself. Like, I want you to set a goal that when you just saying it or thinking it, you get a little nervous and scared because you're like, how could I ever do that, 
right? I've never done anything like that before, but I want you to notice the tendency of your mind the minute you start thinking bigger, how you will immediately resist it in your mind. See, here's what you have to understand about your brain, your mind, is it's not designed to help you create the business and the life of your dreams. It's there to protect you. See, your mind loves it when you set just incrementally better goals because it you start to rationalize thinking, well, okay, so I can see how, I can see how I could possibly do that. And you wind up, setting goals that don't really excite you. And that's the reason why you don't follow through. See, you have to learn how to start thinking bigger. But the problem is when you think bigger, there's a tremendous amount of uncertainty around that. Because what if I don't hit my goal? And this is another big problem that a lot of you have. See, I'm gonna tell you the reason why a lot of you struggle around goals. It's the same reason why I struggled with goal achievement for most of my life. It's what you make the goal actually mean. Here's what I did for a very long time in my life. I didn't even realize it. I created such a narrow definition of success or failure. And in my mind, I define success as hitting the goal. So I either hit the goal and I was a success or I didn't hit it and I was a failure. And I bet a lot of you do the same thing. I bet if you're anything like me, you resist setting big goals because you're afraid of failing because you define success and failure by the achievement of the goal. Look, I want to give you a new definition around goals and success, one that will actually serve you moving forward. See, success is not achieving the goal. You have to define success by simply showing up every day and giving your all in the achievement of the goal. So are you showing up? Greatness is not when you hit the goal. Greatness is you showing up every day, pushing past your fears, getting uncomfortable, having the courage to do the work, overriding your emotions and doing it even when you don't feel like it. And in the process of doing that, you begin to grow and become more. That's greatness. Greatness is demonstrated every day. Success happens every day you show up. So you're telling me, that if you give it your all and you push and you grow and you fall just short of that goal at the end of the year, you're telling me you're a failure? Of course not. But that's the way a lot of you are defining yourself. See, you have to change your definition of what a goal is. I'll tell you what a goal is. You wanna know what a big goal is? The purpose of an impossible goal, that really the purpose of any goal is actually not to hit the goal. Now that's so important, I'm gonna say that again. The purpose, the true purpose of a goal is not to hit the goal. Now, some of you are like, wait a minute, Bob, you're losing me here. You're, you're telling me the purpose of a goal isn't to hit the goal? Yes, that is what I'm telling you. You want to know the true purpose of a goal? It's to help you become the kind of person that can set and achieve bigger goals. Look, the true purpose of a goal is to stretch you to become more, to help you grow. And you want to know how you grow? By showing up every day and giving it your all, by getting uncomfortable, by giving up control, by pushing. That's how you grow. It happens through the failures. It happens through the no's. Look, if you push all the way to the end and you become more in the process, here's what I will tell you. Even if you miss that goal, you succeeded. Because you want to know why? 
The next time you set a goal, you are way more likely to achieve it because of the person that you have become. Here's the problem a lot of you have. You're not growing because you're not stretching yourself because you're setting these goals that are too small, because you're creating from your circumstances and your past, not from the realm of possibility. You're afraid to set big goals because you think it's gonna mean you're a failure. What if I don't hit them? You have to change your belief and the definition and the story that you tell yourself around this area. But I want you to set an impossible goal. I want you to pick a rank that, you know, that, that you're like, I can't, I don't know how I would do it, but just pick something that excites you. A certain level of income, a rank advancement, a size of your team. Pick a business-related goal that seems impossible, but you can wake up in the morning feeling excited about. That's step number one. Once you've done that, we move on to step number two. Step number two is this. I want you to take that impossible goal that you set for yourself. And I want you to imagine, I want you to envision yourself. It's December 31st of 2020. You just achieved that goal. I want you to put yourself in that mind state that you you just achieved that impossible goal. And I want you to imagine what that would feel like. And I want you to step back from yourself. And in that moment, I want you to ask yourself an important question. Who did you need to be in order for you to achieve that goal? See, I want you to start to identify the characteristics that got you that success. I want you to think about what would you need to do differently? How would you need to show up differently in the world? Like if you already had that goal, you were somebody that was there, how would you be different than who you are today? Now, some of you may struggle with this. Here's another way to approach this. Identify someone in your company that already has that goal. Somebody you look up to and admire that someday you want to be them. And I want you to ask yourself, what are the characteristics that make them successful? How do they show up in the world differently than you? See, what I'm asking you essentially to do is identify the core values or characteristics that contributed to the success that you have? What makes that person different than who you are today? Now, I've got a tool to help you do this. Now, we are gonna make this, whether you're listening, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to the show, you'll be able to go to the uh, to the page, uh, the show page, which is yourvirtualupline.com forward slash 161. We'll put that episode in the show notes. But I created a document It's a list of values or characteristics, common values or characteristics. And what I want you to do is I want you to print this up and I want you to sit down and I want you to do what I'm about to teach you. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching the show on YouTube, we will actually link that same that same URL in the description of the video. So you can go and you'll be able to download and print this up right inside of that page there. But here's what I here's essentially what this is. I want you to go through this list and I want you to circle or highlight 10 to 12 words that jump out at you the most. So I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of examples. So in our community, we teach a philosophy, as many of you know, called legacy leadership. Legacy leadership is built upon three 
core values, love, service, and growth. These are the three things that we value. We teach our students. If you can have love, service, and growth be the filters from which you make every decision, those three things will dramatically increase your chances of success. And I know a lot of you, you're, you follow us because you also share some of those values. But I want to let you know this. If you want to take some of ours, love, service, and growth, if they sound like ones that would be important to you, then you can circle them. But here's the thing about core values. Those are called core values. Your values are the things that essentially that you deem most important in life. When we think about the values that make people successful, you start thinking about what are the values or the characteristics that you know, like if you could just be more of this, that your chances of success would go up dramatically. But here's the thing. Values are like a fingerprint. They're different for every one of you. They change over time. So I don't want to just like give you mine and say love, service, and growth. Feel free to take them if you want. But I want you to find ones that are meaningful to you. So as you go through this form, you're going to circle 10 to 12. So I'll give you an example. So like courage is probably one that'll come up for a lot of you. So a lot of you, if you're honest with yourself, you know in the past you've struggled with fear. Right, You haven't reached out to prospects because of fear. You haven't given a presentation or gone live because of fear. So in identifying a value that could potentially help you, courage would be a good example. Courage is feeling afraid, but doing it anyway. So if you think about, like, if you had the value of courage, if that became one of the most important things that every time you were about to take an action, you asked yourself, am I being courageous? Like, if you knew that you could push past your fear and do it anyway, if you could demonstrate courage every day, your chances of success would go up dramatically. And when you think about your ideal self, somebody that's already achieved your impossible goal, or that other person in your company you admire that already has your goal, I bet you one of the things that they show is courage. They're courageous. So I want you to go through this list and I want you to circle a bunch. But then once you've done that, I want you to narrow it down to your top three or four. Now, this may be a little hard for some of you because you could argue, Bob, all these are important. And and you're right, they are. But I want you to boil it down to three or four that matter to you the most. And as you do that and you narrow this list down to three or four, they become very important in this process of goal achievement. Because remember what I said to you? Set that impossible goal. And the key question that you have to ask yourself is who would I need to be in order to achieve that goal? Or if I already had that goal, who was I to allow me to earn those results? Those three to four words are your answer. So maybe for you, it's courageous. Maybe uh, another one is grateful. Maybe another one is uh, consistent. You know, maybe another one for you is having, uh, you know, love or contribution, Um, whatever it is. There's all these different ones on here. But I want you to find three or four, and I want you to know that's what's going to make up your new identity. See, here's one of the things that I've learned is that in order for us to achieve the life that we want, We have to be willing to let go of the life that we have. See, every one of you has an identity, right? A set of stories that you have made up about yourself, things that you believe about yourself. You have to be willing to let that go. 
You have to be willing to reinvent yourself. You have to understand you are not set in stone. You can change, you can grow, you can become better, but you have to make a conscious decision on what that looks like. Most of you want to be better, but you don't know what that is. You have no clarity in that area. Getting clarity, we talked earlier about the importance of having clarity around your goals. You also need to get clarity around your values. What are the things that you deem most important that you value the most that you want to have guide every decision and action in your life? Knowing that you can turn the page, start new and reinvent yourself any moment that you choose, but you have to be intentional about that. So once you've done that, you've narrowed it down to three to four words. That leads us to the third step. So step number one, what's your impossible goal? Step number two is essentially who would I need to be Identify the three or four values or character traits that led you to that success. And then here's the third thing. See, it needs to be more than just having three or four words that we put up on our computer screen that sound good. When we teach love, serve, grow, those things sound nice. And some of you are like, yes, I like that. But if you don't really understand what that actually means, it's not going to make a difference. So the third step is this. We take those three to four core values and we actually define the actions associated with them. So in our community, love, we talk about leading with love. That's one of the core values. But we take it an extra step to say, look, it's not just something that sounds nice, here's the demonstration. So you have to hold yourself accountable and you have to look at and say, what are the things that I know I haven't done in my past that I know I need to do that would be a demonstration of this value? So I'll give you an example. When we talk about love as it comes to leadership, one of the things we help a lot of our students with is how to have difficult conversations. A lot of our leaders are afraid to call people out, to confront them, to hold them accountable. So we get them to understand that if you're truly leading from love, if you're demonstrating love, you're willing to do those things. So if you were to say one of the action items with love for me is being willing to confront people the moment I know I need to and have a difficult conversation, that's a demonstration of love. You now have accountability. Doesn't mean you're gonna always do it, but it means that you know in that moment, if you shy away from that, you are not living from your values. You are not honoring what you said was important. See, there's an added layer of accountability around the clarity to know these are things that I must do if I truly want to live from this value. So let's talk about courage, right? If courage is one of yours, that means the next time you're in a conversation with a prospect and you want to share your product and you start feeling afraid and second guessing yourself and not wanting to do it in that moment, you know, if you don't do it, you are not living from your values. See, you've got to have accountability. You've got to have clarity. It's got to go even deeper than just having these words. So this is the third step. I want you to take these three to four values that you identified that are important to you. And I want you to list out two to three actions that are would be a demonstration of that. Now, here's what you'll notice. You'll notice that you'll write the same thing down for multiple words sometimes. If you do that, that's a good sign that that's one of your most highest leverage activities. So once you do that, you write down a list of things what I want you to do is I want you to choose the top two to three that stand out. You'll have a list of eight to 10. I want you to choose the top two or three that like you just know without a shadow of a doubt. If I could just do, Bob, if I could just do these two things, two to three things consistently, 
I know without a shadow of a doubt, my chances of success go up dramatically because these are things I haven't done in the past, you know, and I've been regretful of that. But here's the interesting thing about regret. When you look to your past, the things you regret the most, the things that you didn't do, usually give you the greatest opportunity for improvement in the future. You already know what you need to do. You know what's on that list before it's on there. But going through this process, making these connections, makes it even more likely that you'll start to follow through. You identify those handful of things, and then every single day, this is the question you ask yourself. Am I living for my values? Am I acting as the person? Am I being the person that I that I need to be? Or am I being my old self? Because here's one of the secrets of success. You must learn how to define the problems and challenges that you encounter every day in your business, in your life, from your future self. See, here's the interesting thing. If you don't define, most of you define your problems from who you are today, your limited thinking, your limiting beliefs, your fearful thoughts, your negative thoughts, your lack of results. You're defining your problems from your current identity, which makes them seem huge. But when you get clear on your ideal self in the future that already has your goals, has everything you want, and you know exactly how they think, how they feel, how they act, who they are, and you define that problem of today from them, it's much different. Look, do you think your ideal self five years from now that has everything you want in your life, how do you think they'll view that person that didn't respond to your message? Or that person that said, you know, that got angry at you because you reached out to them and shared your product or your customer who bought and didn't like the products that literally you can't call anybody for a month because you're paralyzed. Five years from now, do you think that person's going to matter? No, you're not even going to remember them. But because we're always defining our problems and challenges from our current self, not our future self, that's why they become so debilitating. So that's the third step. Get clear on what the actions are. And then every day ask yourself, did I demonstrate courage? Did I demonstrate gratitude? Did I demonstrate love? Whatever your things are, this layer of accountability, this focus is shifting you from doing to being. And if you always start from there, if you always start from who am I being today, that is the first step to literally transform any area of your life. Because in that moment, when you start acting out of character, when you start being something different, it helps you start believing bigger things. And in that moment, in that shift, you are already creating better results for yourself in the future. And the last thing I'll share with you is this. Understand, for those of you that struggle with inconsistency, you will only ever stop taking action the moment you stop believing, the moment you stop believing that your goals are possible, that you can do this. See, your problem is a belief problem. It's always been a belief problem. So in that moment, if you find yourself struggling to take action, recognize I stopped believing and get refocused on your impossible goal and go through this same three-step process again as many times as you need to to ingrain it and make it a part of who you are. And if you can do this, I'm telling you, Many of you in this second half of 2020 are going to do things that you never before ever thought possible for yourself. The end of this year is going to come around. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, what happened? Like, what happened? I I mean, I had no idea I had that inside of me. And I'm telling you, you do. You just have to start approaching this topic of your business the right way.
So that's the episode for today. Hey, look, just a quick reminder. If you're watching on YouTube, in the show notes, I'll have the link. Click on it. You can download this sheet to print uh, to do the values exercise. If you're listening to the show, we'll put the show note. In, we'll put the URL in the show notes. And um, and either way, this was a kind of a cool experiment. I wasn't sure how this was going to go. I typically um, approach these episodes a little differently. They're a little more scripted. So I, I apologize if I was kind of talking uh, over myself at times, but we're evolving and we're growing and we're innovating. And I think there's an important lesson in all of that for us is, hey, let's get uncomfortable. Let's try new things because um, sometimes that actually works out in our favor. So if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. If you got any value out of this episode, do me a favor, like the video, subscribe, and uh, we'll be recording a podcast episode a week on video on YouTube. So hopefully you'll connect with me in both places, but either way, thanks for being here. I love and appreciate every single one of you that are a part of this community and the work that we're doing here. And I will see you soon on the next episode. Take care.